vegan for life. <laughs> my name is Ling Yun and my co-host is... Edward Thomas. Yeah, I don't know what happened. To I don't know. I was trying to try a, a different voice. I thought our fans would really appreciate that. I think some people's headphones just burst there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, they, they shouldn't be listening that loud. <laughs> oh, Please yeah, cut bad. it down. The, cut down the decibels, you know? It's bad for your hearing. Yeah. Exactly. Hearing We're loss. good for your brain, but bad for your hearing. <laughs> okay. So today I suggested to Ed we should talk about how or does our past shape us. But did you suggest it? Or did when you pulled out your gun and put it to my head and said, we're going to talk about this today? Well, was, both. Oh, I suggested it first and then, then, and then you took put the, the gun. gun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so, in that case, then. I can give you a background why I came up with this topic. Yes, so, I want to know. I'm really curious. Well, I was, in the, I was at a gathering at, you know, Bobo's house. Mm-hmm. That's my uh, my husband's brother-in-law and they're Chinese. And um, there was this one Chinese guy and we just talked. It was really nice. And then we came to the topic of getting married or not. Wow. <coughs> and he was, in the beginning of our talk, he was like really, really anti. He's like, that's the catastrophe. Anti-marriage? Catast- yeah, he's like, that's a catastrophe. because. Mm. And then I asked him why. And mm. then he said, well, you know, like I already have problems, and then she'll come, and she have her problems. I mean, and then it's just catastrophe. I'm like, he's got a point. Well, well, then I told him, but we all got problems. It well, doesn't matter if you are he met me, or not. and he understood that some people don't have problems. <laughs> no, and then he's like, yeah. Okay. But then yeah. we dig deeper, and I think we talked about that. Well, he told me about his past relationships okay. he had with different women. Mm-hmm. And I think he is so he was so traumatized by those relationships that he like lost faith. What in kind of women is he? Was he dating? Was it like, you know? No, I think also that Melissavent. <laughs> so, so he had some girl. I think the girls were not understanding of his workload that he had a workload. Like, so he said that sometimes he had to work <laughs> overtime, and so, then those girls were like. Oh, and then those girls were jealous because she had he had like a, a female colleague, and they're like, oh. Mm. And then he always wow. had to explain himself, and then she would be like, immature. "Why are you working with women?" Yeah, that's because she would be they immature. happen to be at the job. Like, oh, well, you don't take time for me, and you don't care about me. You know that kind of manipulation, blah blah. Oh, blah. you mean like the kind of whiny, manipulative mm. kind of person? We're not going to say of a certain flavor. <laughs> women <Yeah. Okay. laughs> no. um, I think all women are capable of that but not all women use that uh-huh. oh wow you're trying to get deep today okay well let me put on my deep voice but okay, another then. thing I think that contributed yeah. this was the last year he had a really severe illness I would say or oh, I was condition say, a severe reaction to women <laughs> like yeah that's, we all have that to nagging you know no it like a really bad condition yeah. because he, he thought he would die and the doctors didn't know what it was wow. so it was really really serious and he just came to Sweden like he worked in Sweden for two years and he said he didn't really collect, connect a lot with a lot of people <laughs> so he was all by so himself yeah. and he said he didn't want to tell his parents because he didn't want to burden them because he didn't oh, wow. know what was going on, but the doctor right. said it was really bad, and he was okay. he was waiting two weeks, yeah. So he thought he would he might die, and he was like, I think last wow he's thirty now, so he was, last year he was twenty nine. Well, that's good. 
because 29 comes before 30. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad you can do that. You impress me more and more every time I, I know, talk right? to you. <laughs> when you get older, wow, those skills <laughs> just expand. Anyway, so yeah. I'm wondering, or I want to talk with you about how the past is shaping us, our us now. Yeah. It's kind of like relationships, because I told them, but those things taught okay. you what you don't want, what you don't like, what you should well, at all costs avoid. <laughs> or what it's showing him is that he's going to keep choosing the same kind of woman Girl. because that's that's his flavor. That's, that's his go-to. He's like, oh, here's a woman who's going to be like a partner in life. No, I don't want that. Oh, <laughs> here's someone's going to nag me to death and make my life a living hell. Yay! <laughs> I will choose her over and over and over again. But then you could go to fast track, just marry one, and then you stuck. You don't have to do all the other ones. No, see, he's, he's smart enough not to get married to them, but he's stupid <laughs> enough to keep dating them. So he's, he's. Oh. I don't know what's wrong with him. But okay, so in that case, but it, but it you should ask him about his relationship with his mother and how did his mother treat his father. Oh. That, that's usually when people you like you have the, there's a pattern in their life then usually you have to go back to their primary Parents. family and you figure out. So describe the relationship your mom had with your dad. And, when, and probably in like 90% of the cases, that's the problem. They're choosing mom, a variation of mommy. Mm-hmm. So. <sighs> wow. I know. So it's really would, sad. So how was your relationship to your mom? Because you chose three different women. I didn't choose them. They chose me. But you accepted them. Nope. They kept nagging me until I couldn't. Give in. Because <laughs> I, I couldn't resist anymore. All my defenses were eaten away. Yes, well, I've had a couple of relationships in my life with different people because, which dumb. is really basically the same person. Really? It, well, the, uh, very similar. In, okay, not the first one. The first one's a loony bin. <laughs> First one, I don't know what was wrong with me. I don't know what's wrong with her. I just know that she was evil, crazy, and mean. And then the next two were are really, really similar. They're just as, they're the same age. Oh, they're, wow. uh, yeah, they're both introverted. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I don't get why you would choose something, someone who is that introvert. Like you are on the on what? the extreme of the extrovert side. I'm an introvert, and then you would choose the extreme on the introvert side, which is like. Because introverts are really good at pretending to be extroverts. No, they are not. If they want you bad enough, and I'm if they want you bad enough, they'll trick you. Okay, they're like, "Here's the bait," and you're like, "Ooh," and then you're. But how did those past relationships set you up with your wife now? I don't know if they did. I don't know. I think I was... I mean, when I when I married Annette, I didn't know anything about relationships. I didn't even re- reflect upon relationships. How didn't you know anything about... Re- you were in relationships. How did you not know any, anything oh, about relationships? Oh, I'm a guy. What, what, what? <laughs> Dating a woman. Okay. And Every, what do you know about relationships? She's alive. <laughs> Every midnight is just the brain delete. Yes, delete, exactly. <laughs> it's like I wake up in the morning. Oh, what happened yesterday? I don't know. Let's start all over again. You know? Boop. <laughs> no, I, I think that... It's actually being married is what actually caused me to start studying relationships. Because you couldn't get out? <laughs> no, no, because I was curious about about what are the dynamics in a relationship. I just didn't know enough, if I'm going to be honest. Oh, my gosh. Annette, don't listen to this. Okay. <laughs> she might leave me. So you're just stupid. I thought you were just different. You're stupid. <laughs> I'm going to leave you, you dumb man. Oh my. <laughs> 
because that's like, your voice. I'm like, because after 30 years, you didn't figure that out until I said it? Well, okay. Well, who is the dummy now? <laughs> exactly. It's not me. I'm still the same. No. Um, and so I think that, uh, like, if I had to do things all over again, mm-hmm. then obviously I have a lot more information, insight, and wisdom. And I would do things quite differently. So, and I, and I, and I think that's... A, dating? Or in marriage? Or everything. Like, everything, okay. Oh, my gosh. Just so many things so would do differently. So many regrets. <laughs> no, I don't have any regrets. I just would do it differently. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not because I regret it, but just because... I want ah, you to improve it. No, I'd like to see a different outcome. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see... Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Would okay. the grass be greener on the other side? No, but I think... So, I, I think that when you come to... This whole idea about your past, of course, your past af- affects you. Mm-hmm. It can be things like, um, so like when I grew up, because I was short. You're still short. <laughs> no, joking. I was going to say your mama's short. But <laughs> she is. She is. She is. Like, that's not an insult. That's a truth statement. No, no. but I think like, like growing up and not being, like it took me such a long time to physically develop <laughs> so that no one wanted, wanted me on their team. I was always the last person chosen. I used to get teased all the time for being smart. I I liked things that people didn't really like at my age. I mean, I old the first the first. I mean, I grew up listening to church music, then classical music, and then rock and roll. And I was like, "What kind of black guy are you? What's wrong <laughs> with you?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" I didn't understand, and and so there's all these different just things, and I think that I just. I didn't really feel, I would say this, I didn't really have the confidence to understand to understand what I really wanted. And by the time I figured out what I really wanted out of life mm-hmm. and how I wanted to, and the person I was at, that I was comfortable being me, I was already married. <laughs> so all those things, all those things happened later. Everything was late for me in life. And, but looking back, I can see that, that, that feeling of rejection. So, I think like once I was talking to my psychologist and my psychologist was asking about past relationships mm-hmm. and I just, I'm like, I was just wanted someone to be nice to me Aww. because women weren't nice to me and they were so mean that I just thought I, I didn't have any other expectation. Then this was your reference. They are mean and anyone who was not mean was good. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, which wow. mean, which I didn't know that people could be nice and still not the right one for you mm-hmm. oh wow um learn the really hard one. yeah and so i and so i think that that's one of those things that yeah of course your your past affects it affects everything because you're usually making decisions not because you're willing to take a risk but you're making decisions based on your reference point and if your reference point does not allow mm-hmm. well i wouldn't say it's, it's not really good or bad it's just if it's not if it really hasn't allowed you to develop enough enough self insight about who you truly are and how God has made it, made you and things like that. You just, you don't know how to choose for yourself. No, for anything, just <laughs> anyone. I mean, you, you, you don't know when someone is good in your life or bad. So here's this guy. He has to get involved with these whiny manipulative people who don't really understand his workload, mm-hmm. but he's not really making any other changes. And he, I would say, I would assume. Well, the, his changes now is just to abstain and not. That's not anyone. a change. <laughs> <laughs> that's like saying. That's like, like saying. Okay. I won't put myself in a situation where I could be challenged. Where I could fail. Duh. Exactly. 
And so it's his, 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 his result is to then withdraw, but it's not really necessarily providing him any happiness or the things he really wants. not going to fix it. No, no. And I told him, after talking to him, I told him, you don't seem like a person, you have the gift of singleness, so you no. should work on that problem. <laughs> well, but it, it's painful because it means, I mean, the only way you can work past things is you have to process them, which means you have to take the bandage off that, or the or the stone or whatever it is that you've been suppressing everything with. And you have, and to, you have to deal with that. A deep yeah, and you got to go back through that. And it's really nasty. It's nasty. And yeah, oh. it's painful. And But once you do that, there's a, a sense of clarity, I think, that comes from that. And and then you're able to make a decision um, and, and make a decision that you can actually live with. Live with. Yeah. You're like, you're, I'm like, okay, and now I, I'm making this decision with the knowledge and insight that I didn't make decisions with before. And now I can, now I can be okay, even if those decisions, if the outcome of those decisions isn't exactly what I want it to be. So, What would you say when people s- can't see that then? Like what they did in the past and it affects. It's now. really hard. They, ju- they just keep doing the same yeah, thing and they wonder why. I, I don't understand. I stop talking to them. I get frustrated. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'll be, I'll be nice. I'll be your friend. But, but if I see, so a person who's stuck on the, on the, on the squirrel wheel. <laughs> is this crazy, crazy ride. Right. Right. <laughs> he's going around, 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 thinking they're going somewhere. All they're doing is moving their legs a lot, you know? <laughs> and I, and I see people like that and I'm like, okay, um, if they don't ask for any advice or anything, I just leave them alone because they haven't gotten tired of the wheel yet. They haven't gotten tired of You have to wait wheel. until they're tired of the wheel and they might listen to you. They might jump off the wheel and do something different. Um, but, uh, but if someone comes to me and says, you know what? My life is like this. I'm not sure what to do. Okay. Let's talk. Let me ask you a few questions. <laughs> Let's dig. And then depending upon how much they're willing willing to share and be open and vulnerable and respond, mm-hmm. then that tells me I can keep asking questions until we get to the point where they stop. Mm-hmm. And that's where their their painful boundary is, you know. Smart grants. Smart grants. Yeah. So so I think the that pain uh, limit. Yeah, and I, and I think and I, and we all have it and we're all like I think like so if you if you've grown up in a at home and, and there's things that are missing in that relationship mm-hmm. so I, I grew up without a dad yeah so i don't really the closest i've ever come to having a daddy kind of relationship is actually with my father-in-law mm. which didn't happen until i moved to sweden in 1996 and you were and i was born in 62 <laughs> now so the calculation. that's like over 30 years of not having that. I mean, and there but didn't was, you have like a grandfather or someone? Didn't you have grandparents? Yeah. Oh my. And yeah, and and my my mom's or oh, my grandmother's, my maternal grandmother's husband, because mm-hmm. it's not my mom's dad, because he died when she was really little. Mm-hmm. But those first few years, he was an alcoholic. Oh and wow. And then he became saved, and then he died after ten years. Okay. So by the time 1980, when I graduated out of high school, he's already dead. Oh. He died maybe like right after that or something, and um, so he really wasn't around those formative years and stuff no. like that. Uh, my uh, paternal grand, my mater- paternal grandfather, that side of my my family, my dad's side of the family is just estranged. It's really yeah. estranged. It's just after the divorce, they just and I and I know it's probably a horrible thing to say. I just don't really. I've never experienced the fact that my grandmother actually really loved me. She may have loved me. She may she have really showed it, or you never received. Well, 
Perception? I think I said this before, but I don't know when my, when my dad died and she wanted to get a big fancy casket that For cost $30,000. <gasps> and my dad said, For just what? put me into a box. Yeah. And Make so it we. simple. Yeah, I keep it simple. And so we, we, I got a nice casket. It was like $3,000 or whatever. So like 30,000 crowns, uh, which is way more you pay for a casket in Sweden. How much you pay in Sweden? Um, I think it's like, I think it's like 8,000 crowns okay. or 10,000, whatever. So, uh-huh. so it's like $500,000, whatever. Yeah. So, um, and, and so I was trying to explain to her. I said, well, I talked to dad before he died. He didn't want all this fancy stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had, <clears throat> oh, my voice is strained. <clears throat> <clears throat> And I had to make a decision. And so, because I'm the oldest, <clears throat> I'm the oldest son, <clears throat> oldest of the grandchildren. You got to decide. Or you got to put your <clears throat> foot down, or you got to <clears throat> step up, or... And the oldest male living. Oh, the descendant. <clears throat> so... Yeah. <clears throat> so I made a decision. Yeah. And she didn't talk to me. Because she didn't do her... <clears throat> she just sat there stone face. And I've never heard from her again until she after, after she died. It was such <clears throat> a big deal for her. Well, I mean... <clears throat> it's so strange. Why? She would always get me... Okay, so she used to complain about my hair. Because <laughs> you had... Because <sighs> I had afro hair. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, you have this nappy bad hair. But your cousins have such good hair. Okay, thanks. Oh, I get this shirt for your cousin. So my cousins were bigger than me. They were taller than me. <laughs> and she would get clothes their size, uh-huh. which of course would be too big for me. Uh-huh. I'm like, uh-huh, okay. And uh, yeah, and there were just all these different things. So I never feel, I never really had a close connection with that side of the family. Mm-hmm. So I think that, and I, I've just always been so independent. My mom was a single mom. And... uh so I've never really had like, like I want to have a close, intimate relationship or partnership with someone, but I don't have a need for someone, if that makes any sense. Like you would appreciate it, but it's not like you have to have it. <clears throat> yeah, like I would never, I can't imagine getting together with someone or being together or being married to someone because I felt, oh, but I have to have you. If I don't have, I have you, to, I'll die. Yeah, I'm like, obviously I won't die. <laughs> I mean, and that's some people died of a broken heart. I won't die of a broken heart. I'll just get over it. You don't no, have but, a heart. no, but I think I think those other relationships, like surviving. So let's see, surviving when the boy's biological mom, when she walked out on us when they were one and two years old, yeah, really stole all of our money and everything. Really we were bad. evicted. I had to be homeless for a time, but I, it was okay. I mean, I made it past that. Yeah, I made it past her stealing. I made it past her lying. I made it past her everything. And then the next relationship I had um, that ended because we just wanted to go in two different directions, you know. And and I made it past that. Yeah. And I was thinking, and then, and what that taught me was that, hmm, I can survive. I can survive the pain of separation, the grieving of a lost relationship. I eventually will be okay. Yeah. And that, and that sort of forming to this person who just doesn't, I don't know, maybe I can't be, I mean, it could be that I can't form an attached deep bond to someone where you feel you're addicted to them. You're addicted I, to them? Okay. <clears throat> that just sounds unhealthy. I just, yeah. I mean, I'm just, and it, it doesn't mean I don't love anyone. It doesn't mean I would miss people if they're out of my life. 
It just means that we're talking about our past forming us. Yeah. Those experiences in the past have like I have a I have a knowledge (laughs) that I can go back to. I'll be okay. Yeah. I will survive. If if Annette walks out or if she dies or you know, a hurricane comes and swips off the house, (laughs) yes, I will be I will be I will be heartbroken, I would be sad. I probably even need like to stop ministry for a while and just, you know, have time to process everything. But eventually, I will just come back, and I'll be okay, and I'll continue to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that, and maybe some people are like, oh, that's not even romantic. It sounds it's so cold. About romance. <clears throat> <laughs> not everyone is like Romeo and Juliet. They were yes. teenagers. Please. Oh, <laughs> I would not have killed myself for someone either. But anyway, <laughs> no. But I, but I think that I mean, even like growing up outside of Chinatown and having those <laughs> relationships. I don't know why I dated so many Chinese women. <laughs> Because that's your thing. That's I guess your it's type. my thing. It's my type. <laughs> Chinese women who parents don't want me to be with them, and so like, yeah, I was just over and over. But I think all the, I mean, I think all those things also helped to form me. Also, they formed like how I think about things. They formed all those kind of things. And so, your friend then, yeah, I would think that what your friend needs is like just to sit down and be honest with himself. He needs someone to ask those kind of questions that will make you reflect upon who you are. Why and why you're doing things, mm-hmm. and then you can keep asking yourself, but is this what I really want to continue to do? Mm-hmm. And if I keep choosing it, at some point I need to either come to reality, I'm going to keep making this choice because I really like something in this choice, or there's something wrong. I'm looking for something I haven't found, um, something that I think I can find if I find the right person in this choice. Mm-hmm. Um, which usually is not the case. People, I mean, people don't <laughs> make you whole. So, so anyone who feels like they're missing some, something, you will never find completion no. in another person. No, that's the won't. stupidest thing. You no. cannot. You can only be completed by God. And I and I think that's the thing that bothers people is that here's something that's so existential mm. that you and you you can't you can't even run away from it. You cannot be completed by another human being. It's a lot of pressure for that other person to be everything for you. Oh, yeah. I mean. And they're going to fail you. Even if they try really hard, course. they're going to fail you. Of course. There are no perfect people. And then people say, oh, but I had a perfect relationship. I'm like, really? No. Then there's a lie somewhere. I mean, and that's, and that's the truth. There's people who don't disagree. Mm, they're not lying. saying everything. They're not being truthful. They're not saying everything. Um, because you cannot if, be hundred percent on everything. No, no. Even though you know, and in in any any time where and, and when you're seeing that people are walking around on eggshells, um, when you meet the person outside the relationship, mm-hmm. and they're totally different than they are in the relationship, oh, yeah. there is there is too great a disparity. There's something, yeah. There's something that's not right. At some point, somewhere along the line, they're not being themselves. They're not being for real. Yeah. Uh, and so. <clears throat> And again, you would look back to the past. Why is that person, what is it in their past? What is it that either recently or the distant past that has happened that makes that person unable to be themselves in that particular relationship? Mm-hmm. So some people know what it takes in order to keep someone in the relationship. And so they keep doing this and they're living a double life. Yeah. 
but they're never when I and I believe a good healthy relationship is a relationship and I don't mean being a bastard or being mean to people or beating people or manipulating or taking all their money or we you know isolating people that, those things are bad if you're in a relationship with those please leave uh, unless you're married then uh, I guess you're stuck but <laughs> <laughs> go get help <laughs> go get help yes but but a good healthy relationship you should you should it should be okay and easy for you to be the person who you are yeah in, in a good healthy relationship you should be able to talk about things without it exploding not necessarily yeah in in a good healthy relationship yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. but if if but the and the more the relationship tends to explode as you start to share about True things. things, how you're truly feeling about things, yeah. how you're truly experiencing things, as you're just wanting feedback or something like that, then you, you those are signs that you're not in a healthy relationship. Um, and you have to understand. So, and you have to f- figure out why do you put yourself in that situation? Why do you continue? I mean, if you if you're dating, you date three people in a row. Yeah, they're all. And in all those similar. relationships, you don't. You these people are not able to accept or process or allow you to be the person you are. So you're like, oh, you know, hey, you know, I was just um, um, thinking about studying this, that, or to do this and that, or I have this hobby I'm going to go to. Oh, that's just a stupid thing, whatever. And you start to feel, and instead of like having this self, the self-integrity to be able to say, no, but I really do like this. If you don't like it, mm-hmm. I understand that. Thanks for being truthful, but I like this, and I'm still going to like this, mm-hmm. even if you don't like it. That's that. That self-integrity that makes you sail the, tell the truth and stand stand for what you really believe, even if it means the relationship can't continue. Yeah, or we get hurt, or we'll yeah. be weakened, or there will be yeah. conflict. Yeah. yeah, and so and and so you have to look at all these different kind of things. And the best way to do it is really just say, hang out with people, <laughs> make observations, and then say, "Can I ask you a question?" <laughs> Ooh. So, man, and I, and maybe that's like. It's not a normal joking around session that we normally do, but I so guess sad. I know I want to tell some jokes. Uh, so, so anyway, yeah. So and now we're talking about your past and relationship to your relationships. But what about job choices? Yeah. You know, some people really want to do something different with their life, but somewhere in their past, someone's told them not to. Well, you, you're trying to. She's trying to make us wrap up here because she thinks I've been. She's been talking too long. I've been listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all our listeners say, "Yeah, right." Yeah, they're all like, mm, "We know." The meter still hasn't balanced out yet. So I think the past is shaping us quite a lot, and yeah, we want to talk about is, your we past. We are not stuck in it. We are not. No, you can. You can always like, make a oh, new choice. I've gone all of, all through this. Now I'm screwed. Mm. It's not like that. No, no, no. It's and it's never too late to change. Yeah, it's never too late to make new choices. You just have to. You Beware. have to understand that your your stomach's going to tighten up. There's gonna be butterflies in your stomach, and that for every new choice that you're gonna change now, or a new choice you make, mm-hmm. you're gonna feel nervous because you have no reference point. You don't know how it's gonna work out. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> it's easier to choose. What you're, what you're comfortable know, with. Even if it's crappy. Yeah. And sometimes it's, for some people, they feel like it's better to have the crappy I know than the I don't know what's coming if I don't choose the crappy. So <laughs> so that's, and you know, and it's, I don't know. Be courageous. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you feel like, oi, that's starting to resonate with me and you want need someone to talk to, 
um, we do do counseling. So Lynn and I can talk to you. It does cost money, unfortunately. You know, she's laughing, but she knows it's true. Uh, so you just reach out to us, and we can you know make that happen for you, and and talk to you, and try to help you to gain some answers. We're not we're not here to try to like psychoanalyze you. We can't give you drugs or anything. No. But we can listen. We can ask questions, and we can help you to gain more insight about who you are and why you do the things you do, and maybe encourage you to take a risk and do something different yeah. that's really closer to, to who you're supposed to be. Yeah, okay, I was that'll be your true self. But I guess we can say improve because that means you suck. So. <laughs> wow. Okay, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you, Lynn, for bringing this up. I know this is an imp- important question for you. Yeah. Generation. What generation are you? Uh, millennial. Uh, are you millennial? Yes. Okay, that's why you look like you're a thousand years old. Whoa! Okay, everyone, <laughs> all you millennials out there, I just burnt you too. Okay. Aren't you a boomer? Yeah, yeah, I'm a baby boomer. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. I feel like I feel like baby boomers like the 1940s. Wow. Okay. Okay. Bye, everyone. Okay. Bye, okay, I guess I'll stop rambling. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or ideas, please send us a message to fikaforlife at mail dot com. Fika F I K A. This was the Fika for Life podcast with Lin Nguyen and Edward Thomas. And we hope to hear you again.